Hey, it's Davis, and today we're going to be going over the seven undeniable secrets that are fast and easy that can absolutely skyrocket your transformation faster and easier than anything ever before. I know that's a super gutsy claim, so you know what? Without further ado, let's just get right into it. Hi. My name is Davis, and I'm part of a group you've probably never heard of. We can't be defined by the mainstream as together we're the face of a movement. And because we all know that what type 2 diabetes can do to us and the people that we love, we want all the possibilities to live in the life that we deserve. Since we're fighting for ourselves, the people that we love, and for one another, we have to play the game different. We have to play the game smarter. Because the faster we spread our message and help each other out, the faster we're saving lives. The faster we're saving lives, the faster we're saving families. And the faster we're saving families, the faster people just like you and I change the world forever. So if no one's ever told you, let me be the first to tell you right now that you have every single right to live in the life that you've always wanted, that you have every single thing that it takes within you to crush type 2 diabetes on your own terms, and don't ever let anyone take that from you. Now, if you ask someone stuck in the past, they tell you what we're doing is impossible, yet it's happening every single day, all because we chose life over type 2, and these are our stories. Now, on a personal note, since we know what works for everybody is different, do not use any of this information to treat, cure, or diagnose type 2 diabetes or any other metabolic condition as any and all changes must come from your doctor's care. I'm simply sharing what's taken me from a total diet failure since I was a kid, then turned morbidly obese and diagnosed type 2 diabetic and ultimately told that I'd probably end up dying the same way that my grandfather did to completely turning everything around and now sharing everything in the hopes to save as many lives and the hopes to save as many families that deal and struggle with the same metabolic condition that I have. So if you haven't already, go ahead and like, subscribe, share this information, and let's get on with the show. Hey, it's Davis. Are you a type 2 diabetic? Have you ever gone from like diet to diet, you know, with like these different ups and downs, and in the end, you just wanted the freedom to be yourself, right? Or maybe you're like me, where you've, you know, gone online, and you watch all these other people, like Facebook groups, or on the internet, or whatever, completely turn a page, turn their lives around, and you're like wondering, like, Man, when's it finally going to be my turn, right? Look, if any of this sounds familiar to you, for you, I've made a 21-day free blood sugar challenge. That's right. It's a free 21-day blood sugar challenge, and you can get it right now at lifeovertype2.com backslash 21 days. That's lifeovertype2.com backslash 21 days. In it, I reveal all kinds of stuff that you'll probably never see anywhere else. Everything from like the highlighter trick that I use to completely shortcut the success behind a lot of these different type 2 diabetes diets out there without any of the headache, the strain, or any of the pressure, and really the stalls and the breakups that a lot of these other people are going through with those diets, right? At the same time, I show you everything from like how I lost my first 75 pounds without any drugs, exercise, or any hardcore dieting whatsoever, and I even show you the three-step A1C shortcut, and you can get it all right now for free at lifeovertype2.com backslash 21 days. Again, that's lifeovertype2.com backslash 21 days. Okay, so this is going to be my episode number 11, and here's the deal, okay? We're going to be going over, and I took some real copious notes here, okay? So we're going to be going over the seven undeniable secrets that are really just fast and easy that can absolutely skyrocket your transformation, like, easier, faster, and probably far more effective than you've ever tried before, especially if you're a type 2 diabetic. Now, I know that that might sound like a huge, like a lot to say, and it really is a bit of a mouthful. So let's just get right into it, and before I say another word, look... Before I say anything more, please know with all of my heart, okay, like everything that about to, you're about to hear and or see is far larger than me, okay? Like, um, look, at the end of the day, whether you're looking to control your blood sugar for yourself, the people that you love, or, you know, even for the people that love you, know right now that my heart is absolutely with you and that you have every single thing that it takes within you to crush type 2 diabetes on your own terms and do not ever let anyone 
take that from you. All right. So let's just get right into uh, the boogie. All right. So here we go. Uh, secret number one. Okay. Um, what's really going to change the, uh, the scope, if you will, for type two diabetics nine day. Okay. is going to be what I sincerely believe is going to be the speed of open source. Okay. And here's what I mean. Okay. So um, when I say the speed of open source, this all really kind of changed for me when I really bought the book called The Four Hour Body by Tim Ferriss. And, you know, basically it's like a six or almost a 700 page book of body experiments. Okay. Like everything from like, you know, fat loss and, and muscle gain and sex and sleep and all this other weird stuff. And if you've never heard of it, it has a huge legion of fans, you know, New York Times bestseller, Amazon bestseller. And to be totally honest, like there's no real big, like, you know, voodoo or anything weird behind the book at the end of the day. It's really just the author, Tim Ferriss, and he goes up to these, uh, you know, these experts from around the world and he, on these particular subjects and he asks them very simple yet focused questions. Okay? Questions like, you know, what do you do? How do you do it? And if a regular person off the street wants to get the best results possible, what's the fastest, easiest, and most effective way to get those exact results, right? And this book is basically him journaling through all this stuff. So you get to see all his ups, his downs, his challenges, like how he had to recalibrate, how he had to readjust along the way. And if he had to start all over again, what would now be the things that would make his, you know, those steps just that much faster and far more lucrative, right? And really more than anything, it kind of changed everything for me. It really kind of like brought my whole game to a whole nother thing because here's the deal, right? At the end of the day, um, it wasn't some weird, crazy thing, right? Like what makes these, um, you know, these specialists, right? Or these, you know, experts in their industry, if you will, is that, you know, what makes them so effective is that they're not, when it comes to driving a specific result, right? They're going right at the heart of the thing, right? Instead of like all the fluffy crap around it, right? So like some of these experts, yeah, naturally you're going to have, you know, like doctors and scientists and, you know, all these other people, but not all of them are, right? Some of them are actually just like regular looking folks. And again, what makes them so effective is the fact that they're cutting right through the mustard. And when anyone ever makes any claims, not only are these specialists, these experts, if you will, um, very open-minded, very open-hearted. They're always willing to learn. And at the same time, they're also willing to test things. Okay. They're also willing to set things on fire to see like what's fluff, what's rhetoric and what's concrete and directly applicable. Okay. So perfect example of this was really changed for me. And I hope that it changed for you when I say speed of open source is going to be the NIH library. Now in the uh, show notes, I'm going to go ahead and put, uh, you know, put the, uh, the resource link in there because this really kind of transformed and really kind of like changed things for me. Um, when I was actually doing keto, okay. Like I don't necessarily live, you know, in the ketosis world anymore. Um, you know, primarily low carb cause that's what works for me. Okay. Um, but in the same breath, like, here's what I mean by that. Okay. So if you're anything like me, you've probably seen a lot of these, you know, diet experts or these, you know, these online, you know, uh, um, authorities, if you will, these personalities, right. Uh, you know, folks like me and obviously people way above me, right. Like who have like trillions of people's, uh, you know, following them or whatever. And they're reading off these case studies, like, you know, the, in the journal of endocrinology, they found this, or, you know, the study in Cambridge down found, they found that. And, you know, at uh, Harvard medicine, they found this, right. And you're like wondering like, Hey, this is really cool. And naturally there's a lot to learn there. Right. At the same time, 
you know, it's probably got to click with you. At least I know what they did for me. You're like, hey, where are they getting this information from? Right. So the next thing you know, I'm like, hey, like, where are they getting this information from? Just because I want to like read it too. And the more that I actually started to look at that same information, I ended up finding all kinds of gold, gold that a lot of these you know folks weren't necessarily talking about. Right. Just like in that book, if you go to like the conclusions section, you'll actually find like, you know, um, like if they were doing a trial, right. On the X, Y, Z diet or the X, Y, Z exercise or whatever with, you know, whether it be for fat loss, type two diabetics, whatever you can, you can absolutely see like what changes did they make throughout that process? Right. And the next thing, you know, like you have the answers, from the people like not the diet guru expert guy reading off the case study right because like anybody could read it someone else's answers right like you know props to them right but at the same time like we're getting the answers directly from the source not only are we getting the answers directly from the source more importantly we're getting answers to questions that no one else is talking about right so now when we look at you know, all these other struggles that we can have people, you know, other type two diabetics, you know, whether people are struggling with their control, their blood sugar, struggling, control their macros, struggling, control their, you know, their exercise, their carb control, whatever it is. Okay. Um, you know, plug in X, Y, Z in there. Now we can actually see like, what were the adjustments? What did they do? And what exactly did they change to make things that much easier? Not only that, um, a lot of times you're going to find a lot of gold inside of there that they don't even talk about. Okay. And for, in fact, um, you know, if you're watching this online, um, um what I'm going to do is I'm actually going to be uh, creating and launching a YouTube video. It's out going to be out on Friday. Um, really kind of like showing you how to use this tool and I'll actually use one of the perfect examples is a, uh, is a case study by a gentleman by the name of Stephen H. Boucher. Okay. Long story short, I was in a, uh, I was in a fat loss competition and I ended up running into this video online about, you know, like the Tabata exercises and doing three minutes of exercise at only like 30 seconds at a time. Right. They would, I think they would do like something like 30 seconds on and maybe like 30 seconds off or like 20 seconds off or something like that. Basically they would go on and off. Okay. For only a total of three to four minutes. Okay. And then they would only do that three times a week. Right. And I remember thinking to myself, like, you know, not only did it, was it proven to, you know, spike like metabolism, fat loss and all this other stuff. When I read, okay. Into the conclusion section, if you want to see this, make sure that you go ahead and check again, um, you know, on my YouTube channel, cause I'm actually going to show you this, not only the study, but how to use this tool, right. Um, that specifically for type two diabetics that they were able to now spike their insulin sensitivity for 72 hours. Okay. And it dawned on me. I was like, wait a minute here. Like these people did three minutes of exercise three times a week. Like that's nine minutes, right? In a single week. And by week two, right. They were now able to spike their insulin sensitivity for three days. I'm like, wait a minute here. Like nine minutes of exercise, like three days, like done. I got this right. And uh, yeah, it was a 25% spike. And I'm like, dude, who doesn't want that? Right. Um, another thing there is that, um, when I say speed, um, you know, and, uh, you know, of open source, what it really is going to be bring is a whole new level of honesty and a whole new level of transparency that we don't necessarily see not as much right now. It's actually coming out. Like the more that you look around, it's actually starting to flourish. And I'll explain to you what I mean by that. And here's what I mean. Okay. When I say honesty, 
Okay. To put things in perspective, when I started this whole journey for me, I started out like just on the, the type two diabetes side. Okay. Um, I started out vegan and then after vegan, um, you know, I kind of like, it didn't it blew up in my face. I went kind of sideways for a while. Um, after that I went, you know, uh, uh, slow carb, then paleo, right? After paleo, I did, you know, um, you know, keto for about two and a half, close to three years. And after that, I did, you know, uh, zero carb for a little while, right? And at the end of the day, I just wanted to be myself, right? And what's funny about that is that when I was keto and I circled back around, to be totally honest, when I was first diagnosed and I was introduced to the world of, you know, uh, vegan eating, I bought everything I get my hands on, right? The Gerson Miracles, like all these different DVDs, all these different books. Um, one, of the bo- uh, one of the movies that inspired me, the documentaries that inspired me um, was going to be, you know, Joe Cross's, uh, you know, like Fat, Sick and Nearly Dead. I ended up buying not just the same brand juicer, I ended up buying like the level higher and did that whole thing, right? And I actually still love Joe Cross's work to this day, okay? Absolutely love it, okay? At the same time, like, you know, when that blew up in my face, to be totally honest, I threw all of it away. Actually, no, not almost all, not almost all of it. Um, I, I held on to a couple of things. Okay? I held on to the Gerson Mir- uh, Miracle Book. I held on to uh, the recipe book, the Joe Cross's um, 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 movie. His uh, Obviously, I still have the juicer. And the other one was a movie, a documentary by the name of Simply Raw. Okay, And basically, it's a long story short. It's a documentary with type 1 and type 2 diabetics um, you know, reversing their diabetic symptoms within 30 days doing a raw vegan diet. Now, although it didn't really like, you know, work for me and obviously everything, you know, different folks, you know, different things work for different folks. What really kind of got me is in that movie, if you ever watch it was the connection that these people have, right? Like it wasn't about dietary politics, unlike a lot of these different, you know, um, diet agenda movies or whatever that are out there. Right. And more than anything, it was the people that cared for one another. Okay. And the reason why I say that is because when I was keto, I was actually cleaning through some things and I found some of my old vegan stuff and you know, I was in a completely different place. You know what I mean? And so now that, sure, I'd already crossed the finish line. By now, I'd already had my, you know, my A1C in the fives. And, and it wasn't really all that much work or whatever. I kind of like, it was almost like, you know, what's next? I found myself in this weird place because it's not like I can go back to all the, you know, these vegan folks and who have nothing, who really don't care about dietary politics. They're just happy to be alive, whether they're fighting, you know, type 2 diabetes, cancer, any other metabolic disease, right? And look, let me tell you right now, look, type two diabetes does not define you. Okay. Type two diabetes does not define you. Okay. Neither does the food on your plate. Okay. Like what defines you in my heart. Okay. Is the smile on your face, the heart in your chest, the way that you look at people that you love, the way that people, you know, look at you. Right. And the way that you might even hold the door open and the way that you might help somebody else. Right. That's what defines you. That's what's priceless. And when, when I go to realize that and we all under realize, start to realize like, Hey, like we're all so much the same, regardless of what's on someone's plate, right? Like what ultimately defines you is probably somewhat similar as much as it is different than it defines me. And we look at, when we look at like, you know, what we want to live, like who we want to live for. Like, you know, for me, I wanted to turn my, my life around because you know, my wife, my kids, I want to be the one to walk my daughter down the aisle when she gets married. I want to be the one to be there for my son the day that he God willing becomes a father. Right. And like, I want to be the one to hold my wife's hand when we get older. Okay. And at the end of the day, when we focus on that, And we're both type two diabetics and we're both happy and we're both pursuing the same thing, whether we're struggling and I want to help you out or whatever. Look, I don't care what's on your plate. It doesn't matter. 
Okay. Um, so yeah, I absolutely hope that serves you well there. So um, the other part there, um, um, let me see. I just want to make sure that I cover my bases. Boom. Oh yes. When I say transparency, okay, I'm going to get real, real deep into this here in a second. When I also say transparency is that um, when it comes to um, testing, okay, when it comes to testing, we can get really, really minute, we can kind of like cut to the chase. And here's what I mean by that. Like when I first started off, um, you know, the whole vegan thing, I was like with some of these movies and I'm, you know, respectfully, some of them are great. And then some of them kind of push a little bit of a paranoia, if you know what I'm saying. And let me tell you right now, like if you want a hamburger at the family picnic, okay. Like, I don't think that makes you a bad person. Okay. Like, in fact, I'll have one with you. Okay. Here's what I'm saying. Okay. I was driven to the point where I was almost like paranoid. Okay. Of like, you know, like, like animal products and like animal proteins and like, you know, fat. I mean, obviously nowadays, like nobody can tell me that like fat from like a walnut or an avocado is the same as like, you know, vegetable shortening or something like that. Right. Like obviously. Right. Um, at the same time, like when I came back around, excuse me there. And I did my, you know, my thing into keto and even into zero carb, I was also driven to a level of paranoia when it came to carbohydrates, right? Now, naturally, it's kind of weird because, you know, obviously, there's a night and day difference between, um, you know, like, like a teaspoon of sugar, right? Not all carbohydrates are the same, same way that not all fats are the same. And to be totally honest, like not even all proteins are the same, obviously, right? And so, yeah, like there was, there was a point where I was just like super paranoid about carbohydrates when no one ever really stopped to say, D, hold on, calm down, dude. Like there's a night and day difference between, you know, broccoli, kale, Brussels sprouts, asparagus, all this nutrient dense stuff. Okay. Versus like, you know, sugar. Okay. You put sugar in your mouth. It's going to spike my blood sugar. Okay. Like if I eat like a, if I eat like, you know, something like, um, some, uh, some, some asparagus or some, bro- some Brussels sprouts or some broccoli, it's probably not going to spike my blood sugar and drive it crazy, right? Obviously, super level of common sense, okay? And I say that because I hope more than anything, if you're going through a transformation phase, that it allows you to now take that pressure off your shoulders, okay? Like, please, like, understand, like, that is real because, um, you know, a lot of, especially you have an emotional attachment with food the same way that I did, that pressure, Okay. The minute that any of it starts to crumble. Okay. That's typically what causes us. If you know what I'm talking about, causes us to binge, causes us to go sideways, causes us to almost give up on ourselves and all this other stuff. However, right. However, it's almost like my daughter, when she was three years old, turned the lights on, right? Like she used to be scared of the dark, right? You turn the lights on. It's like, babes, (laughs) there's nothing here. You know what I'm saying? And the beautiful thing about that is that testing, okay? Testing, testing, testing can easily simplify that. And what I mean by that is that, um, you know, we, um, as type two diabetics, we have access to one of the best BS meters. Um, I want to say like, you know, obviously BS, right? You can actually call people out on BS. Um, and here's what I mean, okay? If someone were to say, hey, D, um, you cannot have animal protein, animal fat or whatever, I'd be like, dude, how much you want to bet? How much you want to bet, Really? Like before I'd be like, you know, super paranoid, right? Cool. Easy. Go ahead and give me a, uh, go ahead and give me some right now. I'll test my blood sugar. Okay. 30 seconds. Bingo. Okay. There's the truth. Okay. Like just like that, like that super simple takes 30 seconds. Okay. Like I was chasing my tail 30, 60, 90 days. Okay. Before it blew up in my face. And I share that with you because the absolute truth of the matter is, is when I look back at how much damage I did to myself, like I don't know how much damage I did to myself. And I did that for 90 days when I could have just found out in like 30 seconds, 
right? Um, same thing with, you know, and I say this respectfully, so when I went zero carb, because people ask me like, how did you go from all kinds of carbs and have it blow up in your face? And then how did you go to like a diet called zero carb or carnivore and have that blow up in your face? Like my inflammation markers were all over the place. My A1C was high. I didn't even have any, you know, I didn't even have any sugar, carbo, you know, natural, uh, you know, carbohydrates, whatever. And I'll tell you, okay, so here's the deal, okay? So it's because pork, okay? I'm one of those type two diabetics that have a, um, a, a, a response to pork that when I eat pork, it will spike. My blood sugar will spike. Okay. How and why? I don't know. But at the end of the day, like, you know how some people are allergic to food. Some people are, you know, have different tolerances to food, right? Some people react differently to different medicines, right? All this other stuff. Well, the problem is, is that there's so much more common sense that we can apply that we can cut through with simple testing. Okay. So for example, for example, when I did the whole zero carb thing and it blew up in my face and my provider ripped my head off. Okay. If I would have just taken 30 seconds and tested myself, I could have found out on day one that pork was jacking me up, but I had no clue. Okay. So super, super simple. Okay. Super, super simple. Now, um, number two is going to be simplicity. Okay. Complexity equals simplicity and simplicity equals complexity. Okay. And here's what I mean by that. Okay. It sounds all weird and crazy, right? Here's what I mean. Okay. So for the longest time, when I went into, um, I'll use uh, keto for example, okay. Cause it's very, very popular. And I, I love that sort of lifestyle. So it's very easy to assimilate, right? When you talk about low carb. Okay. Now, when we look at, okay. When we look at, um, you know, doing the whole, uh, you know, doing the whole, um, you know, low carb thing, or even like the vegan thing or the paleo thing. Right. And we look into these different circles. Okay. There's people literally like arguing with themselves. Right. So for example, when I did the whole vegan thing, I was like, you know, back then there was like forums and stuff like that. Right. I would literally go online and then all these people were like arguing with each other about like, you know, you should like the, the vegetarians and the vegans, right? Like you shouldn't be eating like cheese or whatever. And then these guys are like, what are you talking about? And then like, are you having eggs? And they're like, yeah. And they're like, you know, that's a body or weird, right? Like, you know what I mean? And then when I did the whole paleo thing, it was kind of like, you know, people are arguing, right? They're arguing with the, with themselves about like, you know, um, you know, the like purple yams in Japan in the 1800s versus like, you know, um, what they ate in like the South American countries in the 1400s versus like the paleolithic era as a filter of what they can eat today. Right. And you're like, dude, and they're like going round and round and round. And you're just like, oh my gosh. Right. Well, simple common sense there, right? Like is get away from foods that are processed and that have been GMO'd over time, right? Like those two things, like bingo, like 80, 60, 90, 99.9% of the work is done just like that. Okay. Now, um, the other part about that there is also when I talk about, you know, like keto and stuff like that, right? Um, beautiful thing about it is, is when you talk about either keto or even low carb, typically you're going to find this realm of, um, uh, people talking about um, insulin. Okay. And when you talk about insulin and insulin resistance, insulin phasing, insulin sensitivity, okay. Um, or even insulin production, if, and when you make a simple improvement across the board. Okay. And they're like, all these people are arguing like this part of insulin and that part of insulin. It's not about you know blood sugar. It's about insulin. And they're just going back and forth, right? Like they're just fighting with each other. Okay. At the end of the day, Okay. When we go on something as simple as Google and we Google something like insulin. Okay. And you find out that one of, if not the most important 
you know, reasons or uh, you know, most important keys for insulin is the fact that its job, if not, if not its most important job for type 2 diabetics, is that it signals the cell, okay, is that it signals the cell to open up, okay, and to allow this free-flowing blood sugar, right, from the bloodstream, and it, it signals the cell to open up, and now that blood sugar can go into the cell, okay, it goes into the cell. All right. So to put this in perspective, when I'm in one of these Facebook groups and these people are like arguing in circles about, you know, insulin and one guy's like, you know, it's about insulin, this and insulin that, and you shouldn't be looking at your blood sugar. Well, take a wild guess when we all know that like the job of insulin, if not the most important job, because that's kind of how we were diagnosed as type two diabetic, right? Is that if we, if we have this high flowing blood sugar, in our bloodstream and this and the insulin is what tells us tells our cells to open up and put it in there we'll take a wild guess at what's going to happen to our blood sugar when the blood sugar goes from the blood into the cell and it's no longer there anymore it's going to go down right obviously right like super super simple like not rocket science like whatsoever right like super super simple right now i say that because here they are they're arguing back and forth and all this other stuff. And to be totally honest, there's a lot of different ways to test for that. Okay. You can do uh, you know, a handful of them. There's a, a comprehensive metabolic panel, right? Huge shout out to Jennifer Kleiman for te- teaching, uh, turning me on to that one, that and ALT, right? Testing that and C peptide testing, right? Huge high five to my sister there. Um, at the same time, like there's also other tests. There's uh, there's the HOMA IR test, right? The homeostatic, uh, homeostatic, um, homeostasis, uh, insulin resistance test. There's the LPIR, right? Lipoprotein insulin resistance test, right? There is the, uh, the, um, fasting insulin test, right? Um, and I think there's a couple more and I, so I apologize for, you know, for skipping there. You know what? It's crazy. I could see myself like, I'm like two feet from this light. Okay. And to be totally honest, I'm like starting to sweat like a pork chop. I'm all excited up in here. I got a flannel. I got the heat on and I'm sitting under a heat lamp. But anyways, let's just keep going. So anyways, oh, I see Mindy's on. Love you, Doug. Okay, so here we go. Um, now, here's what I mean when I say that simplicity comes from, simplicity is, um, you know, uh, complexity and complexity is, stems from simplicity, right? So just like before, when all these people are arguing about, you know, insulin this, and it's about phasing, and no, it's not about phasing, about insulin sensitivity, and no, it's about increasing insulin production, and if all we did is just Google, you know, what insulin does, right? And the simple marker that we can see that it's actually working is to know that, you know, insulin, its job is to open up the cell and take that sugar from our blood and put it in the cell. Well, obviously, guess what's going to happen to our blood sugar? Obviously, we already know, right? So super, super simple, okay? Um, so again, simplicity is you know, complexity, complexity is simplicity. Now, if you want, um, you know, proof on this, okay. Um, here's a wonderful thing since I'm going to be giving you in the uh, show notes, okay. In the show notes, um, um, you know, the link, the direct link, okay. To, uh, public, uh, PubMed. Okay. I'm going to give you that. Oh my goodness. I'm gonna, the NIH, um, you know, library It's the U S national, um, you know, I'm sorry, the national institutes of health, uh, U S um, uh, a library of medicine, I'm going to be giving you in the show notes, the link, link to that. Okay. And here's why I say that. And here's why it's so pro- pro- profoundly powerful is that when we feel free to look up any insulin case study from around the world for type two diabetics, okay. Any of them, any of them, um, insulin sensitivity, 
insulin resistance, insulin production, insulin XYZ, one, two, three, ABC. And guess what? For type two diabetics, guess what metric they're using? Yeah, the blood sugar. Okay. The A1C or even, uh, you know, um, even shorter uh, interval of blood sugar numbers. Okay. So yeah. Do you have to spend an arm and a leg for these crazy fancy tests and all this other stuff? No. In fact, uh, you know, you can use the cheap, uh, you know, blood tester. I get the, I, the one that I use personally, I, I use it on, uh, for this reason specifically is that it's the one that most people get for free from the provider. Right. And if you don't, it's one of the, um, I actually use the ultra mini. Okay. Um, and the local grocery store that's like right by my house, they sell it for 20 bucks. Okay. Like it's not expensive whatsoever. Okay. So there goes that. Okay. Um, secret number three is going to be, um, you know, freedom. Freedom more than anything, okay, comes with more opportunity and not a shiny pair of handcuffs, okay? And here's what I mean by that, okay? So um, if you've ever done a diet for a prolonged amount of time and you get to the point where it's like, dude, are you, I'm, you start to ask yourself, like, I know I did. And I got to the point where I'm like, D, like, are you really going to be happy eating the same way, the same thing, every single meal, every single day for the rest of your life? Like, no, you know, and to be totally honest, like, yeah, there are some people that are happy with that. And dude, high five to that. Okay. Like high five to that. This is not a, thro- a stone throwing thing more than anything. This is a, this is a realization in that dude, not everybody's going to do that. In fact, if you're in any dietary group, okay, especially one, you know, some of the type two diabetes ones I'm in, they're tired of eating the same thing. Okay. They are. And to say, sorry, it works for me and it doesn't work for you. Peace out. Like that sucks. That's never going to work. Like that's not what this is about. Right. And so when we allow, like not only, you know, address that for someone else, but even maybe just be honest with ourselves and address that for ourselves, it allows us to now step back. Okay. And understand that like things are going to change and things are going to grow. And like, um, at the end of the day, like there's a better way to look at this stuff. And there's a better way to understand that all of these different, um, you know, ways of eating have priceless tenants within them that are tool sets. Okay. That are tool sets that literally allow us to be ourselves in the end without being handcuffed to a particular, you know, diet, if you will. Okay. And the only reason why I say that, I say that respectfully, because here's the deal. Okay. When I look at really any sort of um, you know, action that I had ever taken, whether it be a diet, whether it be an exercise, whether it be whatever, is where does the sounds or even me controlling my A1C and getting it down, right? So for example, um, I did that, you know, uh, first time around into the fives with keto, okay? Now, it's almost like high school graduation, meaning that, you know, you cross the line and it's the best thing ever. You got this community around you and you're like, yes, dude, this is awesome, right? We did it. You know what I'm saying? Like we did it and you're stoked and you're stoked and you're stoked and you have this honeymoon period. Okay. You have this honeymoon period. And then after a while, it kind of like fades. Right. And you know, if anything, it starts to grow in different directions. Right. Because it's not like the enthusiasm. It's not like the zeal. It's not like the, uh, the hard work, the determination, the constant learning, the testing and the trying of new things. It's not like it died. Right. If anything, it actually kind of like wanted to go somewhere. And for a lot of people, you typically see them in a fork in the road. It either goes like kind of bad and like, oh, I got kind of tired of this. So I'm just kind of over it. And they just kind of like give up, which sucks. Right. And then the other part is, is like they keep on, they keep on learning. Right. They keep on going kind of like the same way. The reason why I say it's like high school graduation. If you think back to 
the high school years, I'm sure if you're anything like me, like you may have had like a favorite car, a favorite restaurant, a favorite song, a favorite whatever, right? A favorite sport, whatever it was, okay? Whatever it was. And at the end of the day, like, you know, sure, it may have played a huge role of who you are today. And the foundational tenets are probably still there, but it doesn't define who you are. Right. So, for example, like, you know, I had gotten into, you know, martial arts and it was a place that allowed me to bury my my attention, bury my energy, bury my insecurity, bury, bury my low self-esteem in a way that um, allowed me to be real positive And at the same time, took me away from like people that I that knew me, to be totally honest, as weird as that sounds. And so I say that because, you know, food in a lot of different ways is going to be a lot of the same thing. OK, which brings us to, um, you know, secret number four. And here's why I say once you understand the tenants. Okay. Once you understand the tenants, um, you can actually start to free yourself from that dieting thing whatsoever. Because I knew for me for the longest time, I couldn't grasp that. And the more that I started to share that with more people, they couldn't grasp it until I asked them one question. Okay. And here's the question. You ready? Here we go. Are you getting older? Right. If you're anything like me, you're probably getting a little bit older. Right. And at the end of the day, as we get older, you can't help but notice like our body is going to change. The requirements are going to change the way that things, our body reacts to certain things change. Okay. Perfect example. Like I'm not 20 anymore. Okay. When I was 20 in my college years, I could probably drink like a fish. Okay. Now, like if like I don't drink, okay, the closest I'll ever get is like, maybe I'll, ha- I'll be with my family and they'll have like my mother-in-law. I have wine. I'll buy her a bottle of wine every once, once in a while or whatever. And if I sniff the cork, I'm like two sheets to the wind. Okay. Like, I'm toast. Okay. I cannot hang whatsoever. Okay. Now at the same time, here's another example. Okay. Um, perfect example. My parents, they went in two different directions. Okay. So my dad, okay. Um, you know, he got, he got older. He started to turn frail. Okay. He started to eat way more protein. Okay. And is doing phenomenally well. He's eating way more protein and lifting weights. Okay. And that's really what helped him turn his life around. Okay. My mom went in a different direction. She's eating way more vegetables. Okay. They both got away from rice. Okay. They're both getting away from processed food. They're not totally perfect. Right. My mom doesn't lift weights. Instead, she goes for walks. Okay. For her vegetables work really, really well. Mind you, we all started from the same place. Okay. We all ate when I was a kid, we all, my, me, my parents, my sister, we all ate the same. Okay. And we all went in different directions. Now my dad is extremely healthy. Now my mom is probably in the best shape she's ever been in like forever. Now what I'm going to do, throw rocks at my mom and then like give a high five to my dad or throw rocks at my dad and give high five to my mom. Like, no, it's pointless, right? Like super, super pointless. And so when we understand that, not just for other people, more importantly for ourselves, right? It now kind of takes even more of that pressure off. So we can now focus on giving ourselves more tools. Okay. Giving ourselves more tools. It's about having way more tools than it is limitations. Okay. And the minute that really kind of, you know, shifted and really kind of like settled in for me before I knew I was starting to become free of hardcore dieting. And I was really just starting to become more and more free to be myself. Okay. And I hope that absolutely helps you because look, like I, when we understand what is at the detriment of type two diabetes and where it can ultimately lead. Okay. Um, I, I don't, 
I want to do everything that I can to empower you and do everything that I can to, to help give you more resources and give you every single thing that you need and, or even deserve for the life that you've always wanted. Okay. For the dreams and the aspirations that you either have either for yourself, for the people that you love, or even the people that love you, right? Cause in some of the groups that I'm in, it's the significant other. It's the child. It is the parent it is the someone else trying to encourage someone else. And you know what? Like my heart is with you because I'll tell you right now, like I probably wouldn't be here if it wasn't for my wife. Okay. So that's awesome. Okay. Um, so that which leads secret to number five is that dude, and I put it down here is you don't have to eat Mexican food forever. Okay. So now that we understand that all these different diets, if you will have tenants that can ultimately last us a lifetime. Okay. And I'll, I'll actually spell some of them out right now. Okay. So for example, when it comes to vegan, okay. Um, sure. I don't eat vegan. I eat vegan ingredients every day. I eat vegetables every day, right? Like that's not hard. Right. So for example, one of the beautiful thing about plants is that they're very low in caloric load, very high in nutrient, uh, you know, density, right? So low calories, high nutrients, easy bang for the buck. Okay. Now, you know, some people are like, ah, you know, carbs. Ah, look, if I have, you know, a handful of like broccoli or spinach or something, I'm not going to blow up. That's me. You know what I mean? I'm not going to like turn into like, you know, a melting pot of water. Like, Oh, what a world, what a world. No, no, no. It's, it's not all that dramatic. Okay. Um, and so also with, uh, you know, like with paleo. Okay. Naturally, we talked about the whole, you know, the people arguing and stuff like that. Hey, look, at the end of the day, get away from things that are processed, the things that have been GMO'd, okay? They are highly against, um, you know, um, dairy, okay? When I first started out, um, you know, going back into keto, I found myself going crazy on the cheese, okay? And then what ended up happening is, is the more that I was free, okay, the more that I was free and I just took all that pressure off my shoulders, okay, that's really what helped me transform everything because now like sure i'll have cheese here and there um and stuff like that but my diet kind of cleaned up itself at its own pace because i didn't have that pressure okay and why did i not have that pressure is because i realized like all these different diets have all these different tool sets that i can easily apply okay another perfect one is you know with uh, you know with keto or even low carb right understanding that numbers equal Numbers, okay? Numbers equal numbers that, you know, you eat a particular type of, uh, you know, carbohydrate, you can look at your ketones. Well, if you shift one little thing, one little two degree direction, and so here's what happens to your blood sugar. If you simply do that for like 30 days, far more importantly, you'll probably be shocked and amazed just to see how many hoops you're probably jumping through regardless of the diet to see that, to come to find that you probably don't have to do all that work, right? Which is why I'm all about speed and transparency, right? At the same time, Okay. At the same time, like the beautiful thing about that is that it gives you a real easy, direct measuring stick. Okay. A super easy, direct measuring stick. And, and so instead of beating yourself up or being scared of X, Y, Z carbs or X, Y, Z protein or X, Y, Z fat or whatever, set it on fire. Just test yourself 30 seconds. Boom. Right. Um, again, the, the three-step protocol there is, you know, um, you know, test your tip yourself before your first bite, one hour after, one hour after that. Okay. That little three-step, that little three-step uh, curve right there, the little three-step, the little three-point turn. Okay. Not only applies to every diet, you can probably cut right through the complexity of dang near any single diet, single, single diet, every, pr pretty much almost any diet out there, three simple steps. Okay. Um, now, um, and here's when I, when I say that, here's the bigger, here's the bigger thing I want to talk about you know, really just catapulting and skyrocketing your transformation in ways that are easier and faster than ever. Okay. 
when we understand those tenets, when we now look at everything from food to exercise or whatever, okay, you can't help, and I'm sorry, I'm like looking down real quick at my notes, okay? You can't help but realize there's this entire spectrum, okay? Entire spectrum. So here's, here's what I mean. Let me, let me narrow it down and I'll blow it wide, wide open, okay? Here we go, okay? For example, when I went into keto, I had a lot to learn. I had a lot to learn. I had a lot, a lot, a lot to learn. I don't live there. Like I said, I don't live there, okay? Here's what I mean. When I first started there, I was eating a bunch of cheeseburgers. It was really dirty, Okay. And now you can look at the work of a guy by the name of, you know, like um, Dr. Adam Nelly. He's a physician and he uses that diet for, uh, for to, to serve the people in his practice. So he's not talking about it. He's not some weird online guy like me. He's an actual doctor in the field using this with his patients and helping them turn their lives around. High five to him. OK, there's another doctor by the name of Ted Naiman. OK, who says, hey, you can go low carb, but. Dude, forget about that whole fat thing. Like, don't focus so much on that as much as focus on clean protein, okay? And then you have another doctor, okay? Another doctor by the name of Will Cole, okay? And he is saying, hey, there's this thing called ketotarian. And you're like, what's ketotarian? It's really a mix of vegetarian and low-carb, you know, mixed with some fat in there. Healthy fats, right? Things like, you know, coconut oil, um, you know, macadamia nuts, pecans, walnuts, right? Avocado, right? A lot of plant-based fats, right? Avocado oil, extra virgin olive oil, and all this other stuff. And so here they are. They're in the same world. However, you've got one guy who's almost saying eat meat and meat only, right? With a lot of fat, right? This one over here is kind of in the middle where he's just like, dude, eat lean meat with, um, you know, with, uh, you know, with some carbs in there. And this one's saying, go more of a vegetarian vegan approach yet they're all under the same keto umbrella right and you're like wait what right and then when you look at the same thing when it comes to exercise i'm in groups where we've got older women at the y doing swimming okay because you know they, their joints can't take it okay um we've got i got all from swimming all the way to crossfit okay biking running jumping intervals you know heavy bag you know whatever jumping rope uh zumba classes you know what i'm saying whatever pole dancing whatever it is right like this whole myriad okay now when we take that and we just push that to the side and we look at the entire spectrum of possibilities for a type 2 diabetic everything from vegan vegetarian mediterranean pescatarian uh you know uh paleo pritikins whole 30 um, you know, Dr. Diamato's blood type diet, Dr. Bernstein's, uh, you know, um, diabetes solution, Dr. Mark Hyman's blood sugar solution. We look at all these different diets from across the board and you can't help but realize like there's so many different ways now for us to absolutely crush this disease in ways that no one else has ever given us before without all the politics that had separated us and that had caused nothing but confusion. And really, if I could be real honest, and I say this in, 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 in more than a meaningful way than anything, is that that level of failure and that level of confusion and all this other stuff has taken lives, unfortunately. Right? I mean, we're just going to call it for what it is. I know that I was that guy. I'll tell you right now because I was that guy for years pounding my chest. It's this diet, this diet. Ah! When the truth of the matter was, was I kind of needed that at one time of my, one time of my transformation because 
I had a really low self-esteem. I had very high insecurity. I had very emotional attachment with food. And for the, for the time that I was finally able to turn that curve. Yeah. It kind of like meant the world to me. And so to be able to kick, you know, you'd be able to kick type two diabetes in the teeth when it was down. Like, yeah, it felt good. Especially knowing that it not only kills people like you and I every day, it shatters families like yours and mine, like clockwork. However, when I crossed that line, and then now that I look back again, like we all mature, right? We all continue to learn. We all continue to grow. And what was once my once my favorite thing, like maybe five, 10, 15 minutes or even months ago, once we mature and grow and proceed from that, I couldn't help but look back and be like, you know what? Like, this is really all about other families. Like if I cross that line, like what am I beating my chest for? Like there's no real use for that anymore, Right. In fact, like I think I would be doing a disservice for to people to, to have the same exact metabolic condition, people with the same exact disease that I have and throwing rocks at them or ignoring their needs and or what they would need to go ahead and turn that turn if I'm already past the finish line. You know what I mean? Like, it, and so and I say that because at the end of the day, I hope that really kind of serves you well, because it's not about it's not about one diet versus another. Um, and here, here let, me, let, me, let me put things in a real, real easy perspective for you, okay? So when I was a kid and I got into martial arts, for the longest time, like karate was my jam, okay? And there was this guy, I'm actually going to be um, interviewing him here. He's my brother, okay? He's at, if you don't know, in 2020, uh, you know, next year, um, in the uh, Tokyo Olympics, one of the first years ever or first times ever is going to be the sport of, uh, you know, of karate, okay? The, uh, uh, the, uh, Sport version of karate. And one of my friends uh, by the name of, you know, Akira Fukuda, who's a guy who used to train with me when I was a kid, he's the Olympic chair leading our country into the 2020 Olympics. Okay. Now, I say that because um, if anyone knows me, I, it was like my blood, sweat, and tears. Okay. Like I modeled that guy. Okay. I modeled every single thing that I can get out of him. His, 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 his training style, his fighting style, his everything. And what a lot of folks don't necessarily know is that I went from that like super insecure guy that buried my, my love and my passion in the martial arts so much so that, um, I actually started to compete so much and really just train like four, six hours a day to the point that, you know, I was, people might not know this, but I was actually number two in the nation in two different divisions. And then ultimately, you know, offered to, um, to represent the U S in the junior world Olympics. Okay. And this was back in Budapest, Hungary. Okay. And so I did that. And, um, here's what happened. That's when I was 17. Okay. So I graduated high school. I went into college inside of college. I made friends with a gentleman by the name of Steve, Steve Lervidaya. I hope if he ever sees this, I love you, Steve, um, especially all my uh, old college buddies. Right. So anyways, Steve took this Muay Thai class. Okay. And we had this other friend named Tiger. Okay. And so Tiger went and Tiger was kind of like me. He was a traditional karate guy. He goes to this Muay Thai class and bless his heart, but you know, they ended up messing with him. I don't know how he really did, did as far as like the training goes, but you know, just, they were just kind of ribbing him and he's a good sport about it. Okay. Super nice guy. Okay. So now they bring me in. Okay. And the, the coaches, there, super nice people, very technical. And, um, you know, because Karate was my security blanket because it meant everything to me. When I went to that class, I'm, I'm just, I'm a, from the outside, we started doing drills and I'm just blasting these people from the outside. Okay. I'm just cutting, I'm, I'm, I'm cutting distance because they don't cover distance. Like a karate person does. I'm blasting them from the outside. Okay. Like, like eating their lunch. Okay. And then here's what happens. Okay. 
Next thing you know, they're like, all right. And they see what I'm doing. Okay. And these guys are really cool. They're very humble about it. And they're like, all right, guys, we're going to switch ranges. Okay. We're going to do this thing called a clinch. And if you don't know what a clinch is, it's kind of like where you can basically grab somebody by the back of their neck and you put your forearms into their chest and they really can't pull out. Okay. And you, you know, you can do like knees and stuff like that. Well, anyways, um, we do this thing and I get, I get, I get destroyed. Okay. I get completely destroyed. I get my cheeks handed to me. Okay. And it dawned on me that regardless of how many years I put into karate, regardless of how many tournaments I went to, regardless that I was number two in the nation in two different divisions, regardless of me being, you know, um, invited to represent this country in, in the junior Olympics, that somebody with four to six months of clinch training can turn me inside and out. And it humbled me. It crazy humbled me. Right. And I say that now because when it comes to, when it comes to eating, it's the same exact way. Right. Because it then turned, made me turn, turn around and ask myself, like, wait a minute here. Like, why don't I just, instead of, for, cause for a while it humbled me, but at the end of the day, I was like, why don't I just put that into my toolbox and just become a better martial artist in general. Right. And that's the same exact thing here. Right. If I have, I literally had to get myself to a point in this very, very similar way where I had to ask myself, Hey, look, like if I have a metabolic condition, a disease, right. That can kill me. Right. It can lead to everything from going deaf, blind, heart attacks, kidney failures, stroke. Okay. Um, hypertension. Okay. Heart attacks. And I don't want any of that. And if you understand like the severity of that for a type two diabetic is typically not one of those things that bring people down. It's usually a combination that tears us down and ultimately kills us. Right? So when we understand that, it made me ask myself, like why put myself in a pigeonhole place when there's this entire spectrum of possibilities, not just for me, but for all of us. Right. And so when you think of the people that you love, when you think of your significant other, when you think of your dreams and your aspirations that you want for yourself, that you want for your children, when you look at yourself in the mirror, when you look at the people that you love in the eye and they don't even have to say a bloody word, or even if they do, and you know that they love you just by the tone of their voice alone. Okay. I'm one of these lushes. Okay. If anybody knows me well enough, right? Like I'm the lush that tells my children over and over and over that I love them over and over and over. Not because I do as goofy as this is going to be as, this, as goofy as this is going to sound. I'm being totally honest. Like I tell them that over and over because it's like a mental recording. Like I, I want to, I, not only do I love to hear and not only is it like Mark, like, like, like scratch and the crevices of my brain, like how much they actually love me by the tone of their voice alone. It also shows me like, you know, like how they've grown and how their voice changes and, and that tenderness, that innocence. Right. And so when we look at that tenant, that, that those, those priceless things that life is really comprised of, right. The things that all of us deserve, the thing that the things that like all of us have, the beautiful things that don't cost a single penny yet, the things that like all the money in the world couldn't buy from any of us. Right. We now have this entire spectrum of possibilities and to me, like, that's what this is all about. And that's why I say, like, you now have it so much easier than it was before. 
because that paranoia is gone, because the options are there, because the freedoms are there, because the tools and the resources and the ability to look right, either if, depending on what your temperament is, right, whether you want to look directly at the science. We can now, I'm a huge believer, if you don't know already, I'm a huge believer at shooting as high up on the, on the, on the totem pole as possible. Okay, looking for the outliers, the guys that are like 5, 10, 15, 20 years ahead of the norm, right? Not the guy that's on social media, not the Dr. XYZ that, you know, pushes the X123 diet or the, or the, you know, the fitness guy or whatever. No, who are they getting their answers from when they're talking about these case studies and all of that stuff is free. Again, if you want all this stuff for free, it's going to be in the show notes when I release this. Okay, it's going to be um, tomorrow. Okay. And uh, I think that's it. I think that's the gospel message in like five minutes, even though it's been a lo- little bit longer than five. You know what? Ah, oh, dude, here goes. Last one. Okay, here's the last one. Um, this secret, more than anything, is one I just kind of alluded to. And it's literally the power to pull the veil back in ways that we never thought of before. Okay, and here's what I mean. Okay. When we understand that simple things can now like simple, like the simplest things can get the best results. The complexities are in the simplicities, right? Here's a perfect example. If you ever go to a steakhouse, a really good high quality steakhouse, right? And you get this really expensive piece of meat on a plate, right? You'll probably come to understand that it's not the blue cheese foam. It's not the triangular Parmesan crisp. No, it's a freaking piece of meat on a plate and it's just simple execution, right? Simple super, super simple. Okay. And when we understand that, and when we understand that not only will our body change over time, not only do we understand that, like we now have more tools to give ourselves that won't necessarily slow us down in a really easy way to check our numbers within 30 seconds to like, kind of like take that pressure of dieting off of our shoulders to take that pressure of having to eat the same thing over and over off our shoulders to take that pressure of being looked at and considered a failure off of our shoulders, right? And really just the pressure now to be yourself, the healthiest possible version of yourself. I mean, it crushes, right? Like you can't help but celebrate what positives that you go through or the people that you love. And not only that, like when I say it takes the, the pressure off, I'll give you a perfect example. Okay. Um, I'm in this, I'm in this uh, type two diabetic group where there's a lady in there. She's 135 pounds. She does CrossFit. Okay. And she's a type two diabetic. Okay. So when you look at the quote unquote nerd stuff, okay. And she's doing intermittent fasting. Okay. So, so when you look at the quote unquote nerd stuff, you look at her personal fat threshold, she's ripped. Okay. Like her, her, I'm in one of these Facebook groups. If you know who I'm talking about, her profile picture is her back. Okay. And yeah, she's in phenomenal shape. Okay. When you look at a caloric expenditure, okay. Her single workout is probably more than a lot of type two diabetics do in a whole week. Okay. When you look at her diet, yeah, she's doing low carb and keto and intermittent fasting. Okay. The crazy thing about that is, is she still has high blood sugar. Okay. And she was beating herself up and she didn't know where to go and she didn't necessarily know what to do. And I say that because the, when I say like when I'm the reason, part of the big reason why I give you the. Uh, you know, the, the resources and the NIH link in the description is, is, isn't because I'm trying to prove diet people wrong. Not at all. Like, no, the last thing I would ever want to do is look that same lady 
who probably looks at her family in the eyes the same way that I look my family in the eyes and be like, you know what? Well, this doesn't work for me, dude. Later, too bad for you. Die. Like, no, that's never going to happen. That's never going to happen, right? Because again, you know what's more important to me than the diet that I'm on is someone else's life, is human life, okay? Like, that's what this is all about. Like, lifting one another up and empowering one another in ways that other, other ways have unfortunately separated and taken us away from each other, Okay. So, um, here we go. So let me make sure. Okay. So yeah, again, the bigger thing there is understanding the tool sets. Okay. Understanding like each diet has tool sets. Let me give them to you again. Okay. Like, um, you know, when it comes to like the vegan stuff, look, I don't, I'm not a hundred percent in that stuff, but Hey, look, if you're looking for uh, vitamins and nutrients with a very low caloric load. Okay. And also some of them are low glycemic load, right? Vegetables, dude. All day long, okay? But does that mean that's the only thing you're ever going to eat every single meal, every single day for the rest of your life? Like, no, dude, of course not, right? Um, same with paleo, right? Let's get away from things that are processed, things that are, things that are GMO'd, okay? Same with, uh, you know, maybe even low carb. Understanding that a number here can e- equal a number there, okay? Understanding that not all fats are bad, okay? Understanding that, you know, good quality proteins can take you very, very far, and they are also very nutrient-dense, Okay? Um, and I think that's it. Let me see here. So do, 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 and that's it. Yeah. You know what? I think that, uh, that's pretty much it. And the really kind of more than anything, it's bigger than me. Again, um, I really just want to try to put out and help as many people as possible. Cause I sincerely believe, you know, the faster that we kind of like tear the veil down, the faster that we help each other out, the faster we lift each other up, the faster we're saving lives, the faster we're saving lives, the faster we're saving families and the faster we're saving families, the faster people just like you and I change the world forever. So um, if you're with me this long, God bless you. Um, I love you. Um, And yeah, I'll catch you guys in the next one. Peace.